Done a good job today. We've uh, incorporated Cam Mack into the conversation after Nebraska gets to uh, 20 and 8. Uh, people are very appreciative of uh, that moment in time. Roped in Teddy Allen. Covering all bases here. Talking the history um, of Nebraska basketball. Fred had to learn. Yeah. It's not as simple as finding the talented guys and plugging them in and rolling the basketball out. It's about building a culture. Uh, KG writes into the Equitable Bank uh, inbox, Patino, sharp-dressed man. All the girls uh, crazy about a sharp-dressed man. Thanks, Easy Top. Well, he's not in Louisville anymore. Mm. <laughs> no, he's not. Relocation. Has nothing to do with conference realignment. Hey, I meant to ask you this. You ever, you ever wake up in the middle of the night thinking you're late for the show? Uh... No, well, every, it's been a long, long time. Every uh, my time body, I, my body just wakes up. Naturally. Every time I do the show, I wake up like five yeah. times in the middle, and I'm like, "Oh, what time is it?" I've been lucky enough; I've never uh, woken up late. Like that is my biggest fear: is I'll wake up and I'll be like six thirty. Hey, Jimmy, like, oh. me and Jimmy could have held it down for you. Would have been all right. He's here. Yeah. He'll be here. He's just outside. That's very disrespectful, though. Is it? Would it be? Yes. If it got to 6.30 and you weren't here, you wouldn't want us to start the show? No, I want you to start the show, but it's, it would be disrespectful on my part to you two. Oh, I was for, like, what? Feel like I you thought you were talking about down. us doing yeah. it. I was oh. like, I, I'm, I'm going to need you to explain that one. <laughs> no, we would have totally covered him been like, he's in the bathroom. He'll be right here. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So, uh, knock on wood, I haven't I haven't had that. Hopefully I didn't jinx you. I hope that doesn't happen. No. That's because you avoid those black cats no, when you're No, that, that is a fear of mine going back to when I was in school. Um because my mom worked in the morning, oh. uh, times when my dad was not home, I would, um, you know, I was always fear of being late, like sleeping in and missing school. Right. Um, so I've always been missing the bus. Co- very cognizant of that. But I think it helped that uh, when I would wake up in the morning, uh, the house would be empty. You know, mom would already be off to work. Dad was on the road, you know, doing baseball things, and so I would have to get myself up. So I learned as a young age, get your caribou age, coffee Jimmy, and paper. Uh yeah yeah not not so much not then we didn't Do have you a, remember caribou uh, coffee no caribou coffee in uh, Des Moines when I was growing up really disappointed I've ever actually no, had caribou I think no I've cari- seen it I don't think I've ever actually had it uh, it's delicious I'll be in the Twin Cities later this week so I'm there looking forward to a uh, little uh, uh, caribou we don't have a we used to have a standalone caribou in the High V at 180th Pacific and I don't think it's still there do. anymore no, no it? it's still there it's still there yeah I almost stopped there yesterday I don't I, uh, I don't make it out to that High V very often. Has the Keurig replaced the caribou coffee? Well, no, you can get the car- caribou no, yeah. K-cups. And- mm-hmm. I'm not a coffee guy, as you saw my smoothie earlier. I know. I know. Are you judging me? Was that a, was that a judgy? No, I I, you strike me as a coffee guy, though, because you are. You do a lot of work in the yeah. early morning, so I thought you would be a coffee guy. Nah. Black and strong. Just, just diesel. No cream. Straight energy drinks. Okay. Heart attacks are fun. We'll give it a shot. <laughs> I look forward to my first. There's another thing I didn't think I'd hear today. Heart attacks are fun. <laughs> For everybody out there that has experienced one, um, my apologies. Yeah, sorry. My man over here doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm sure, by the age of forty-two, it'll happen. Wow. I drink a lot. I I drink way too many energy drinks. I really should. I need to cut back. That's a, actually a concentrated effort for me. Dial it down from about what six I've to learned, four. What I've learned about you is you've lived a hard life. I have you, actually. You were a bar owner. You was Sam so, alone. So you had some weird hours. Did Sam own the bar? Uh, by the end of the show, yes. Did he? Okay. So, spoiler alert. Sorry, I forgot to leave it that. No, it wasn't a main part of the story. Wait till I tell you what um, happens with Diane. I mean, you were a bar owner, so you had weird hours. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I thought you were, were going to listen to no, things you learned you, about you me. No, you seem like today. a Sorry. guy that's lived on the edge his entire lifetime. Done a lot. 
Spent uh, six months as the backroom manager of Victoria's Secret at Westroads. Whoa! Whoa! Uh, Let me of, text Jacob. He's going to have to wait for about 20 minutes. One of the weirdest jobs I've ever had. So copy editor at the World Herald for a long time. I knew that. Um, but, 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 which is like but, the but other. You just but. skipped over, what, how do we get the job at Victoria's Secret? Uh, so I, me and a buddy, as most... they come into after hours? As most 20-year-olds 20, 20 do, uh, we're, <laughs> we're just going through them all. And, no, that's not true. But, yeah. Uh, okay. And... Uh, my friend John, shout out to John Setta, goes, that store is way too pink to work in. And we decided to go and fill out applications. The that, you got the job. that night, I got laid off at Rivals. Okay. <laughs> and uh, they called me the next morning and asked if I could start. And I was like, well, as it, as it turns out, <laughs> I have an opening to my have schedule. availability. See, that's smart my, kids. My least favorite job I've ever had, by the so way. So how did you lose awful. the job? Rivals or Victoria's I Secret? I decided that it was no longer a good idea to work there. Because they wouldn't let you out on the floor? No, they did. It, it looks it, like that looked nice on you. Uh, here's the other thing. Like they made me, they made me go to the mandatory bra fitting meetings, <laughs> even though I couldn't do that. It was mandatory for me to be there. It was very weird. That good make, way to make friends. Oh, that makes sense. Hmm? Uh, you get one free bra a quarter if you work at Victoria's Secret. Nice. My sister was very appreciative. So, As a twenty year old, it wasn't a bad gig. You have a wow. Uh, <laughs> Okay. You've lived a very. You think about new career change right now? Is that what's going on? No, no, no. No, he's going to pass it along to his uh, basketball playing friends that he sees around there. I could never never work in retail. It's the worst. It is the absolute worst. I'm not not Bill Ford. I I, I don't know how people do. People that do retail really well, kudos. Yeah, it's not easy. You're a different breed, that's for sure. All right. Uh, you should do that on a podcast one day. Like, you know, you're you're talking about. uh, I should do a podcast of all the jobs I've had. Yeah, I mean, you got stories to tell and a studio, and a studio. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it would be. I think people are clamoring for it now. All right, coming to a podcast near you, sixteen twenty. The job. Uh, <laughs> Jeff writes into the Echo Bank inbox uh, about Alonzo Verge. <laughs> there, there. That's a pivot. He's folks. on. He's on. He's on a list of athletes that were just absolute pinatas. Um. There was a game when Alonzo Verge was playing and he came down without a single pass and forced a shot on what seemed like eight straight <laughs> possessions. It might not have been eight, but it was at least five. And I remember thinking, how the hell is Hoiberg not sitting this guy and having a talk with him? I was officially off the Hoiberg train at that point, but he has evolved and changed things up and you like the direction of the program. Jeff is not alone. Those, those first couple of years, they were not a likable team. It was a bad brand of basketball. fans didn't re- relate to him. Well, I also think Fred... Fred realized that at the University of Nebraska, you're not going to attract the best of the best. What's the best way to win? Let's play defense. Let's play hard. Let's get guys that play for each other. He found the formula last year, and that formula is working this year. And I think it's a more sustainable formula than trying to chase that top recruit every year and then build around that person. It was great to have Bryce McGowan's, but there were it was an odd fit around him. Can you and I don't that? think they I don't think they they complimented his game and he didn't compliment the other guys that were on the roster. So I I, I think Jeff Jeff is right here. The Verges and the Teddy Allens of the world got you to say never again about Nebraska basketball. Call me when they get a new coach. And two years later, it's an entirely different vibe around the program, an entirely different type of player that's at Nebraska. Good good players. They're not they're not these aren't they're like a bunch of bums. Right. Good players, but not Star players. 
Can you argue that Bryce McGowan's may have been a negative for this program to get a guy of that level and not have the infrastructure or the idea of what you wanted this program to be around him and think that recruiting at that level was going to be sustainable going forward? Uh, I don't know. I always looked at him as a one-off. Okay. There was a unique uh, circumstances to get him that I don't think is sustainable. Now maybe it is, but he was a one-off guy. Sure. Yeah, I, I just always, I always thought that if you get that one guy and then you can't get somebody close to that level going forward, it might not always be a positive. Yeah. Well, you also you also have a, a thing here where Fred has not gone to people and said, hey, this is K-State's team. Okay? And he's just, it, it, Fred is also, you know, not saying, hey, this is K-State's team. I, another subtle thing that Hoiberg has done, and they have a lot of competition for minutes at the guard spot. Yeah. If you're not playing defense, your butt's sitting next to me. And guys that are playing the guard spot at Nebraska, where the, the the minutes collectively are limited, if they're not playing defense, they're not playing, that's a change. Because, like Jeff alluded to, a guy like Verge is driving you nuts, but he's not coming off the floor. Whether you have an option to take him off the floor because you have somebody to put in, or you just feel like... Well, they also have I, more depth I, yeah. now, too. But at the <laughs> guard spot, he he is... You know, if you're not playing defense as a guard, I don't care if you're scoring big, you're not playing. You're gonna sit. That's a that's a that's another subtle change that I think has really worked in his favor because you got some guys on this team that are fighting for minutes at guard. There's not there's not, you know, only three guys playing the guard spot. They've got some depth. So that's another part of this whole discussion in the four hour we love Fred thing today is he's changed. And uh I think Jacob has talked about it before and he'll join us uh next on sixteen twenty of the zone.